Internet, good morning. That's uh, it's a podcast again. We're here, episode two of Mister Podcast Show with Numero Dude, Ryan and Steve. Is that our names? I can't remember anymore. Yeah, Mister Mister Podcast. I think we called it. I believe we called it Mister Steve and Ryan. Yeah, the show podcast. Yes. You know, Ryan. Let's. I want to talk about Stranger Things three. Do you want to talk about Stranger Things three? Yes, I would like to talk about Stranger Things three as well because it. Okay. Okay. Oh me. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. I. Okay. okay, go ahead. I okay, thoroughly, I thoroughly, go. what? Hang on, what? What? Okay, go. Okay, <laughs> fuck off. Anyways, I, uh, I personally, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was much better than season two. Uh, lots of tear jerking moments in it. Mm-hmm. Lots of really good character development as well. Yeah. Uh, very thrilling. I loved. I, I. That's one of the things I like about Stranger Things is how it's like. There's pretty much like three or four different things going on at once, right. and it does a really good job, like t- like jumping back and forth between them and uh, tying all of it together. Yep, I agree. And uh, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, I I don't want to I don't want to really give out spoilers no, at gonna, the we, moment. We're going to we're going to we, ha- we, we are just, we, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. yeah. All right. You you spoil it. I'll let people get angry at you. Okay. Well, I'm gonna, well I'm going to warn them that we're going to spoil it. So you know I'll put in a timestamp. Uh, when we stop talking about the spoilers, I'll figure that out. So if people really give a shit that much. But yeah, I think if people gave a shit mm-hmm. that much, they'd have watched it already. That's yeah, I, I suppose at, at so. this point. At this point. All right. So so what are your, what are your thoughts? So I'm gonna open this by saying I did not like Stranger Things season one. I thought it was very boring. Really? I, I thought every episode followed the same formula. First four minutes, stuff happens. Last four minutes, stuff happens. In the middle, thirty-eight. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. And I like I got really bored of season one. But I really enjoyed season two. And I really enjoyed season three. I that should that, that's interesting because because yeah. most people it, it's the reverse for seasons one and two. Like a lot of people despised season two. I, well, at least at least fans of the show did. I have but, found yeah. that my opinions on a lot of media is just the opposite of what like I have I have a very self-proclaimed shitty opinion when it comes to like movies TV music mm-hmm. so I don't pretend to act yeah, like same. like I don't I, I fucking I hate the Beatles I hate Led Zeppelin like they're, they're fucking boring okay hold they on. sound Let, uninspired to me but again I understand that I am in the extreme minority so when people yeah, ask me what, if I like something boy. whatever I answer like just just take it for what that I like, take it for what I am and I get that I find a lot of music boring I find a lot of music like uninspired but I find a lot of subtle things in like movies and TV shows that I like and find myself attaching to that I result it makes me like them more. But I'm also very critical because of smaller things in media and TV shows, and that's why I also don't like them as much. So, like, I have a very it, my opinion on anything media is just not the opinion that people should probably listen to if they're if they want to know how something actually is. Mm-hmm. And I, but I get that. I agree. I, I I'm, I'm kind of the same way too. Well, you like you you like either the Beatles or Led Zeppelin. I don't. I think they're both just fucking boring. Oh, I like both. Yeah. See, they're both. Just, they're both I, I also I say that, like I think the Beatles are very boring. I hate their music, but I definitely understand that they're talented, and I get why people would like them. I just don't. That's that's fair. Well, also because like I'm coming from like a, a small bit of like a musicologist standpoint, like uh, like that's like right, as right, well as right. like 
Like, cause, cause, like their their contributions to like music, to, oh. at least to popular music, at the very least, uh, are pretty significant. Without um, a doubt, I'm not saying that I think the Beatles suck. I'm not saying that. I don't like them. I think I think that's the right. distinction I'm making. That's, I don't, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. I don't like. They don't suck at what they do. Obviously, they wouldn't be as popular. They they weren't. They were good at what they did. They contributed a lot to music as a whole. I just found the sounds they made when they plugged in the recording device to be horrible, and I hated them. So, that's just me. All right, so follow-up question. Yes. What do you think about the Beach Boys? The same. Okay, All I, right. I, I, I don't... Because <laughs> there is there is this, like, kind of war between Beatles fans and Beach Boys fans. Uh, because uh, they're all like, old who, right now, you know? Yeah, I know, but, like, well, I mean, this has been going on for decades about, like, who contributed the most to uh to pop music and like to to music in general. Ooh. Personally, I think the Beatles did hands down absolutely. Like yeah, like Beach Boys had pet sounds, but Beatles also had Revolver and Rubber Soul and Abbey Road and all of these other uh uh very innovative, very influential albums. While Beach Boys probably had only like one or two influential albums at the most. Yeah, I definitely understood and know what all those things are you mentioned i i don't i don't like i don't like very many bands like there's not a lot of i think i can count on one hand how many actual bands that i consider myself a fan of because to me it's more about like this individual song but that being said i hate country music but it's for a reason yeah because when i used to go on these my, my cousins always lived like the closest they ever lived was virginia i live in connecticut that's like a 10 hour drive whenever mm-hmm. I would go and visit them it would be me my mom my brother uh, and my dad or like one of my grandmothers one of my aunts and my mom dad combo loved country my mom any of my aunts loved country and then my mom any of my grandmothers loved country so that my when I hear country music it just brings me back to those like 10 hour fucking road trips that I could not stand and that's why I hate country I music see. so but I, I can count I, think, I, I like I like Dragon Force, Sabaton, uh, Bloodbound, and I think it's only three bands I would say that I like. I'm sure you've heard of just one of them. Yeah, I've heard of Dragon Force, but yeah. I mean, like, most people have heard of Dragon Force. At this point. At least, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Particularly people our age, because, like, a lot of... Uh, a lot of our generation played, you know, Guitar Hero, and that's where they first heard of them from. I actually, it was, it was very rare for me because I had heard of them before Guitar uh, me, Hero yeah, came too. out. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, and then, like, it was such a weird coincidence because, like, because uh, I think my brother just on a whim bought uh, whatever that album was that Through the Fire and Flames is on. I Sonic Firestorm. Sonic Firestorm. Yeah, I'm a fucking fan of him, all right? That's proof right there. Look it up. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, he bought that album on a whim, and then, like, a month or two later, Guitar Hero 3 came out, and we got it, and then, like, Through the Fire and Flames was on there, and we were like, what the fuck? No fucking way. Like, that song's crazy. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember, I think I was in sixth grade. I was in eighth grade when Guitar Hero came out. I remember remember in sixth grade, I'm in, like, the gym class, quote-unquote, locker room. I remember, uh, I can't remember, oh, the fuck was that guy? Oh, this kid Adam, this kid Adam Saucier. Oh my God, his memory's coming back to me. This kid Adam Saucier was talking to me about this crazy Asian guitarist named Herman Lee, whose finger just moves so goddamn fast. I'm like, what band is this? It's like Dragon Force. But they sound cool. So I looked him up on LimeWire, and I found their album Valley of the Damned, which is their first album, and I fell in love with it. Then I found other albums off of LimeWire, and then I think eighth grade, the Guitar Hero came out with 
threw fire and flames on it and that was my first ever like connection from like my music taste to popular culture because before then like i i didn't have like a cd player because i just didn't like quote unquote like music because i, I never found myself right. liking bands the way other people did i it, it was specific songs i found myself liking and back then with the age i was in the time period that it was it was not easy for me to start go on spotify and add songs to a playlist i didn't have easy right, access to right. it so i just didn't listen to music and then when i Came across Dragon Force and Herman Lee and his crazy Asian fingers. That was it, man. That was it. Yeah, I, I, I had a kid in my school as well who was like super obsessed with like the the super technical like guitar players like 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 Herman Lee and Ingwie Malmsteen and uh, oh yeah oh freaking what's what's the name of the the guitarist from uh, I think it was Quiet no White Snake the guitarist from White Snake I can't remember his name at the moment but uh but yeah like he was super obsessed with like all of those guitarists. But, uh, but he like wasn't a guitar player himself, even though he he was like the best like ever at Guitar Hero. But like he, for some reason, he didn't ever want to learn real guitar. Like, I mean, I, I don't think know. We're, like, I think we're both like those skill sets don't translate, you know. I know, but like you would think somebody with so much interest in guitarists and like guitar culture, like would at least try to like take lessons. Maybe or he maybe he didn't fail guitar. so bad that he never mentioned it. Yeah, probably. That's what I would do. Fucking anyway. poser. What a fucking poser loser. Uh, Is that? That's my that's that's my music elitist voice. Right, cuz you went to school or going to school to be like a music nerd, right? Is that your Um, well no, well no, I graduated last year. I have my degree. Oh, so you are music, officially a music but, uh, nerd. Yes. Uh, uh quote unquote music nerd. Not as much as say like Anthony Fantano or anybody like that. Yeah, but. people I know. Yeah. Oh, have have you heard of Anthony Fantano? I've uh, right now, yeah. I don't know who that is. Okay, yeah. Uh, he's uh, he's a really popular uh, music reviewer. Um, I think he has two million subscribers right How now do you on his main channel. Music. How do you do that? It's it's the most like subjective thing ever. Oh well, yeah, but um, you know, yeah, it depends. Like you can review um the specific techniques that's used in the music, like uh, the mixing, mastering, or the technical ability either on the instruments or for the songwriting because uh, believe it or not there is a small bit of objectivity when it comes to actual songwriting like uh, at least when it comes to uh tonal music which is like you know that's the that's the music that like everybody listens to like y you can uh say with like for certainty for well, like with certainty like okay this note does not belong in this chord you know like it's possible to look at things like that objectively but um on top of that it can also just be giving your opinion on the way an album sounds specifically if your audience knows what type of music uh you do like to listen to like so for example uh Anthony Fantano he is a huge huge fan of uh of a uh, oh what's the term uh no of of like noise genres so like noise rock or like noise metal or like you know bands like Sonic Youth or uh, uh, death grips, daughters, uh, uh, musicians like that. So if he gives a review on those types of musicians, those types of albums, and he gives either a good or a bad review, people who also like those genres of music, uh, can count on his opinion to know whether or not they'll enjoy, uh, those albums as well. That is such so, an odd there, there, concept to me. I, 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 I know there's, there's quite, 
I mean, it's the same with movies, like movie reviews. Well, okay, I'm like, a, but again, I like guess coming from like me, like me personally, it's odd because I don't resonate with media that way. I see. Like, so, like to me, like I don't look at like reviews for shit, nothing, because I I know that I just I won't. My opinions align with so few people. My tastes don't really match. Like I I if you, like, if you look at my like my Spotify playlist of songs, it's just like. It's just a mix of fucking everything. Everything. <laughs> yeah, I know. Same here. Like, like, like I have, uh, I, I, like, in my playlist that I listen to when I work out, I have, uh, I have a bunch of songs from, like, the Tony Hawk soundtracks, like, Tony dude, Hawk 1 and hell 2. Hell yeah, dude. Superman by Goldfinger. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah, that on there. Cool. And then I also have, like, I have, like, Metallica. I have freaking uh, King Crimson. And then, like, just recently, I added this, uh, this, uh, Japanese punk rock group called uh, Otoboke Beaver uh, to my to my playlist, and it's just like a huge mishmash of like all different kinds of music, which I recommend. By the way, they are very very good, especially if you love like it's one of the most punk rock records I've ever heard in my life. What, what are they called? Otoboke Beaver. You know, put it in the Discord. I'll come up after. All right. Yeah. I'm, very, I'm trying to find my uh, top played 2019 songs right now. On my Spotify because my 20, uh, 2018. All right, so my, my top played 2018 songs on Spotify, uh, from memory were uh, SR71's. Um, oh my god, what the fuck's that song? Oh my god, I can't. Okay, well, it was uh, X Don't Give It To You. Uh, the impression that I get by the Mighty Mighty Boss Stones. Uh, Praying by Kesha. Um, uh, Tomorrow's Kings by Dragon Force. And then, what's that song by SR71 that I cannot think of the name of the life of me? Oh, right now. Oh, uh, oh okay. I was yeah. gonna, I was gonna say Stacy's mom, or no, not Stacy's mom. What the fuck? 1985. 1985. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. So you got like I got rap in there. I got you know, girl pop, uh, quote unquote metal, ska. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> so it's like all. It was my top five most played songs in 2018. So that should give you an idea of. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to find it now. They fucking changed up spot. I'm on Spotify right now. They changed it up. I can't. Uh, yo, Critical Roles on Spotify now? Hold up. What? Oh, that's hmm. a good, that's a good thing for me to know. I've heard of them, but I've never, uh, I've never listened. They're, they just like play D&D. Yeah, yeah, I, I know, I know. Right, and so, it's like, it's like Matt Mercer and like a few other voice actors, yeah. right? Yeah. All right, so if I go, all right, what is my, okay, my top songs, 2018? Ooh, right now. Ooh, see, right now I've got some good... Okay, 2019. Okay, so we have uh, Automatic by Zebrahead. Uh, sorry, Not Sorry by Demi Lovato. Great one. Uh, Heaven is a Place on Earth by Elvin King, which is a metal cover. <laughs> uh, Danny Don't You Know by Ninja Sex Party. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. And uh, Dynamite by Tayo Cruz. <laughs> Those are my top songs of 2019. Top five most played on my Spotify. What so. what about what about the Minecraft parody TNT? I I shoot my arrows in the air sometimes, singing "Ayo Creepers Gay Bro." Wow, what a musical like <laughs> epic! That <laughs> you know, step aside, Homer. You know, Homer. Yeah, he wrote like the Iliad and the Odyssey. Oh, I, I was thinking of Homer Simpson. <laughs> Marge, I'm gonna write a Minecraft parody. Oh God! Homer, also... that's autistic. 
Didn't he also write Beowulf? I don't even know. That I have no that. idea. Yeah, all I, I know, all I know is that he wrote the Odyssey, and that's the only thing. And the Iliad. Yeah. And the Iliad. Okay. Yeah, I definitely don't recommend reading any of them because they don't. They're not. Uh, they don't translate well to present day English. So. Mm-hmm. Just like there's, it's like it's fascinating to me. Like things like Dante's Inferno and like Beowulf. Like only parts of them survived. I don't know. All right, I don't know. Yeah, those, right. Like, like, like the only part of Dante's Inferno that have that, that people ever talk about, or like the 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 nine levels of hell or whatever. But like, it, nobody ever talks about the part where he like goes to purgatory or like anything like that. It's also odd that like the word the comedy is not what didn't really mean funny back then. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's called a divine comedy, and it's not. You know, that's not what it is now. It's weird how English language works, man. All words are made up. Yeah. What's the point of arguing, you know? Who gives a shit? Opinions are stupid and dumb. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got them. That's okay. I was arguing with some old lady on Facebook last uh, yesterday about the pharmaceutical industry. Oh, my gosh. And I realized how dumb it is as I'm saying it. It was dumb at the time. But there's always yeah. a point, at, like, every island argument where I just get to a point where I'm like, listen, it, it doesn't, like, I don't give a fuck what you say. You shouldn't give a fuck what I say. Because nothing that we say is going to change anything at all. So what's the point? Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if you just if, if you just start spewing, you know, like, Nazi hatred. It doesn't matter. Because whatever you're saying is never going to affect what we're actually talking about. I always get to yeah. that point. I, I mean, like, every island argument. I don't know if I'm yeah. trying to convince myself of it or if I'm trying to convince them of it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's weird because like I actually just recently got into my first like online argument for the first time in like years because uh th- this 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 uh Twitch streamer named Alinity, um, uh, the cat, yeah, yeah, yeah. She she just takes her cat because like it's in the way and she just fucking throws it in the air behind her, just tosses it like a cob salad, which isn't cool to do. And, like, some people were arguing, like, well, the cat wasn't hurt. Like, a cat can't get hurt from that height. Yeah, it's like, if you drive drunk and hit somebody, they walk away fine. Oh, they didn't get hurt, so really, what's Yeah, exactly. It's a really stupid argument. Like, like, also, like, if you punch your kid in the arm, like, yeah, it's not going to do, like, any long-term physical damage to them, but it can still fuck them up, like, you know, psychologically. It's also indicative like, of who you are as a person. Like, that's really what it is. Yeah, yeah, just, but, yeah but I get you Because here's, here's this creature that's, like, you know, depending on you for, 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 for shelter and protection and stuff, and you're just fucking throwing it in the that, air, and she also spit vodka into its mouth as well. That is, but, that is my biggest, biggest thing with, like, anyone. Like, I... I I, I, there's a difference, I think, between, like, like, people who hunt animals and people who keep pets. Because, like, mm-hmm. if you're hunting animals, like, whether you're doing it for sport or for whatever, like, I, I'm not going to try to get into that mindset. I didn't grow up with it. It, it. Some people find hunting deplorable. Some people find it necessary, depending on who you ask and whatever. But, like, mm-hmm. if you, like, actively hurt, like, a pet or, like, attempt to hurt a pet, there's not, like, that's it for you, man. That's it. Because those yeah. animals, they literally... All they've ever known is what the environment that you've created for them. And that's what they have to survive in. They, you know, if they mm-hmm. leave, you'll go out and you'll find them and you'll bring them back. They can't eat unless you feed them. They can't get water unless you give them water. If you just kept them outside in the wintertime, they're outside now. So you give them shelter. If you, like, actively make an effort to do anything but, like, give them as much comfort as possible. Like, you're a shitty person. You're a yeah. piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
You, it's, it's, it's not redeemable. Because these animals, they literally, their entire life, they depend on what you do for them. And if you, for even like a second, don't act in the best interest of that. Like, you're a fucking shitty excuse for a human. And that's yep. it. That is it. That's yep, that. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, those are those are those are my thoughts exactly. And like all these people were like, "Well, it has a better life than all the other cats who like will run out like in the wild and get eaten by coyotes." And then it's like, but yeah, but those cats weren't raised like in this specific environment. Exactly. Though. Exactly. Like in this safe environment. Like this exactly. cat is like, you know is dependent upon the owner to yep. give it like a, a nice healthy, comfortable life. Yeah, they took that and responsibility. When you, yeah, and when you, like, torment your animal in such a way, because, like, yeah, it's not going to hurt it physically, but it is going to fuck it up psychologically. Like, it's going to be scared of you probably from now on. Yep. And then it's not going to be able to trust you, and then that's, like, when shit, like, starts to snowball out of control. And then it's like, oh, this cat's misbehaving. I got to put it in a shelter now because I can't take care of it anymore. And, like, that's how shit like that happens because people don't understand that and not just pets, but animals in general, like, you know, they have thoughts and feelings like, no, not to the degree humans have. Like they can't, um, uh, freaking, I can't think of the word at the moment. I learned it in a psych class once. And so I was going to try to sound smart. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, they can't, um, like extrapolate like the way humans can. That's right. not the word I was looking for, but it's pretty very close. Basic. It's very linear and basic. Go, see this, want this. See this, don't want yeah. this. That's but they can it. still feel fear. Like yeah. every animal has a fight or flight response, you know? So it's fucked up to treat any animal in that way, even if it doesn't hurt them physically. But yeah, so like, uh, like because in the report, because like PETA, like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, a broken clock is, you know, right twice a day, you know, because they tweeted out like, hey, Twitch, can you please like ban this streamer? Because like she's abusing her cat like live on air. And it wasn't the first instance. Um, And like people were like, um, it's a cat. Uh, Why? Like, does it matter? Like, it didn't get hurt. And so I replied to that guy and I was like, because throwing a cat in the air is wrong, you fucking psycho. And then like. I woke up the next morning with like 24 mentions and like people arguing like over like, like what's right and what's wrong and stuff over like my reply. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> dude, people on the, I was like, I remember, I remember why I stopped trying to get into online arguments in the first place. Cause it's just, it's too much. It, it's like an overload of the senses. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm getting a little distracted. I'm going to actually, well, I'm bring this up right now. So, uh, All right. The business that I, it's because it's happening right now, so I just figured I have to talk about it now. Uh, the business right. that I that I own, uh, you know, the princess one, they had a big mm-hmm. event today with like Verizon stores. We got hired by. Like, yeah, I, I saw that. I saw that. I saw that tweet. That's really cool. Yeah. So I get. So it's really hot out today where we are. So um, mm-hmm. so I guess there one one of the Verizon stores had a bounce house, and uh, oh. it it popped in the heat. Oh fuck. <laughs> And I guess one of the girls uh, who was inside it at the time uh, had, like, a panic attack. Oh, no, that's not good. No, it's not. And I guess uh, one of the girl, one of the girls, <laughs> our girl who was playing Cinderella at the time, is also an EMT. So she Whoa. actively helped out with that. Whoa. So that's pretty wild. That'll probably be on the news. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd, be cool. uh, that'd be That'd be a cool boost for your business well, i mean not not to exploit the situation in such a I way am you so know i'm so glad like, that you said that instead of me 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, not to no, insinuate, but... like, haha, like a girl had a panic attack. This is perfect time to exploit, you know, for, 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 for 10 monies. Uh, but, like, what I'm saying, though, is that, you know. Yes. You know what I mean. Yes. Yes. Good. Yes. But it was like a, it wasn't that great of a planned event on Verizon's end. I'm, I'm told because it was just like mm-hmm. obviously it was so hot that about. I mean, it's hot, but it's not humid, but it's still hot. That yeah. the bounce house popped, which kind of so. So back to animal cruelty because I want to. Uh, there, I think about maybe I think three weeks ago, um, a dog was burned to death in a parking lot at a mm, beach in my house. I remember. Yeah, I remember seeing your your tweets and posts about that. Yeah, and I guess it was like it was like ten o'clock in the morning. It happened just during the day, uh, and I guess the dog was like beaten, like part of its ear was ripped off, and I guess somebody heard like this, like a dog screaming during the time. They're still, trying to, they're still trying to find out who did it, but there's the reward for the people is up to like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars now because fuck. everyone's just fucking mad. Like everybody wants to know who the fuck these people are, and whenever they get found out, like they're never. They, hold on, never before has this been a better case for a dog the bounty hunter. Oh my god! Right? Yeah. Are you, are you happy get him that? on the case. Re- yes, revive his show. Dog the bounty hunter hunting bounties for the killing of dogs. Dude, what? Isn't like there's some like Marvel hero or like Squirrel Girl or something? Isn't she like? Isn't she? Like almost exclusively go against people who like harm animals or something. Isn't I there a, a have superhero? never heard. I I'm uh, John I, Wick, I guess. But uh, yeah, well, yeah. But I I don't know. I feel like there's so much to make a superhero right now that all they do is go after animal criminals because that'd be so mm-hmm. popular. Now. But like the, the yeah. it started as like a ten thousand dollar reward by some company or some like animal shelter place to find people, and then somebody like other foundation matched that, so it became twenty thousand. And at this point, it's at like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. To God find like, the two people that did this because everyone's just so fucking mad. And like, oh, yeah, I'm sure. so, like that's like what like what scum? Like what they yeah, found no, like accelerant on the dog, which means list. which means they put gasoline on the dog like I wanna I'm so I'm mad. I wanna murder these people. Like they yeah. don't they, they shouldn't deserve to live. Like they're <laughs> they're obviously old enough to know to 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 get gasoline, and they obviously old enough to know, like, to transport this thing there, so that I was old enough to drive, which means they're old enough to know how fucked up this is. Like, that should be it, man. That should be it. Yeah, no more. I agree. Just throw them in jail forever. I don't give a shit how, how, like, uh, what's the opposite of lenient? Strict, severe, the punishment's down, but, like, they shouldn't be able to, like, function in normal society anymore, because that's just so fucked up. And if that goes unchecked for too long, that's going to start becoming people instead of animals. Yeah, I was just about to say, because, like, you know, who's to say that, like, they're like, oh, we got away with doing it with a dog. Like, next we can try to do it with a person. That's Those are the kind of thoughts that people have. Like, there's, uh, there's this, like, I guess, old guy who was in jail, and then he got uh, released because he didn't think he was a threat. And then he got arrested for attempted murder, and then let him out because he thought he was oh, so Oh, yeah. And then he fucking killed somebody. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing that. It's just this kind of behavior is just it's like if you have th- that kind of like urge at that age, there's really no coming back from that. I think, and like yeah. at some point, I feel bad for them because you know, like no normal rational person has these kind of thoughts, but you also have to know not to act on them. You have yeah. to know that. Yeah, it's, you can't do it. You have to know they're wrong, and you can't do it. And it's like you, you gotta, you know. 
Yeah, know. like like I get I get horny sometimes in public. Like I I don't whip out my dick right there and just start like you know just rubbing one out right. like in the that's, middle of everybody. That is unacceptable. That's also a crime, and you don't have to do that. Yeah, that's the normal human response is to analyze the feeling you're having and then kind of working out. All right, is this acceptable or not? And if it's not, you just don't do it. Mm-hmm. But these guys, I just they're a dog. I can't. I love dogs so much. I don't have a dog shelter. When I go, I want to have a giant, just animal dog rescue. When I get, when I, I say when I grow up, I'm like almost 20. <laughs> when I grow up or, or. Yes. Yes. When I become more of an adult or it, or as I'm looking at my, my wall of like DS games and pop Funkos. And I have two piggy banks. One's an Eevee. One's a Pikachu. And they're nice. guarded by Star Wars action figures. I mean, I wish I had something like that. I just, I'm just using a tin coffee can as my piggy bank. I got married. Somebody married this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it confuses me even. I don't even know what I did. A lot of times we sit in there and my wife's like, you're so fucking weird. I'm just like, I, you know this. You know. I, you know. I didn't, I'm not hiding anything from you. Oh man, being married's weird. I still don't relationship like... goals. I mean, being married's pretty cool though. It's pretty cool that my wife can't leave me without giving me half the house. That's 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 reassuring. That's kind of cool. I joke about that yeah. all the time with her. <laughs> like, I'm like, where are you gonna go? With a... You're gonna give me half this house. Can't wait to move though. I want to move where it's warmer, even though it's a hundred degrees move, right now. Move over here. There's there's a, there's a, there's a house here because like sometimes I like to hop on a Coldwell Banker and like you know just kind of like like window shop like houses because I know I'm probably never gonna be able to afford to buy a house but uh but like I I like to window shop from time to time and there's a three bedroom two bath house here for sale for like sixty six thousand and it's like it's like just up the street like a bit you want to like, send me that on way. Facebook so I can look at it right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could. I yeah, but I would. I, actually, it doesn't matter either because I, I can pull up my phone. But I, yeah, I hate I hate the winter time so much. I hate being cold way more than I hate being hot. Because like if I'm hot, all right, you pr like, you probably might not like it here very much then. Because like in the winter here, like it gets down to like uh, I think the lowest it gets is like forty six, forty seven. That's not, but it's not snow. I hate snow. I hate snow. It I did snow here in January. But, like, that was, like, weird. That was the first yeah. time it snowed here in, like, 20 years. Yeah, that's, like, some Digimon Season 1 weather, and I'm cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Dude, make it a new Digimon movie. They're, like, the last one. Oh, Not really? The last one, but, like, it's, like, Digimon Adventure, like, with, like, Ty and Agumon, like, their last ever fucking... Oh, no, they already yeah. did that. That came out already? Yeah, Digimon Adventure Try. No, it's another one. No, no, no. Oh, another one? Yeah, yeah, yep. It was like a, like a week ago I got... Oh, okay, let's see, let's see, let's see... I'm is it just a continuation of Digimon Adventure Try, or is it like a brand new, like, story, like, aside I think it's from like, that? No, I think it's like the last one with, like, Agumon and, uh, and Ash. I mean, but it's being, like, Ash. built as that. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean. I'm gonna win the digital world! Oh, no... <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find hey, it. Hey Pokemon! Hey Pokemon! Oh, All the many friends of the boys and girls. Dude, I had a v okay. It's uh, Last Evolution. 
Hmm, okay. Yeah, yeah with Tide Eyes Web. I'm just so excited. I'm gonna cry real man tears. Like, Digimon was my childhood. Like, that was it. Oh, like, yeah, same. Yeah. I was so obsessed with it growing up. And Digi Digimon, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, Digimon okay. specifically, for some reason, I just resonated with so much. Yeah. And I, it was just, like, I just... I was all in it, man. I was all in it. I... Like, I had this one VHS tape that had the first two episodes that I watched, like, every day in the summer. Like, I would just watch it every single day over summer vacation. I just, I love it so much. It's, with, like, the Digimon World games when they came out, I would just, it was all, all of it. Way more than any other hobby I had as a kid. Like, Digimon was it. Yeah, that was, it was, it was always disappointing to me that, like, Aside from, like, Digimon World 3, there weren't ever really any, like, really, really good Digimon games. Because, like, you would think that, like... Because that, that that IP lends itself really well to, like, a video game specifically, you know? So... you Yeah, you would... It has, it has every aspect of, like, a new... Like, a game that would be... Yeah, that like there's there's be been fantastic. Some, there, there's been some good ones recently like uh Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth was was pretty good. Yes. Uh I Hacker want, can... Hacker's Memory was also good, but like it was basically just a rehash of the of the first but See, I'm Cyber cool Sleuth. with that, but just give me better PVP. Give me more PVP stuff, like yeah. online PVP. Give me that. Yeah, and then then coming up there's a Digimon Digimon Survive. Which is like uh, it's it's like a a a, tur a, a tactical RPG with oh, like survival elements. Nice. And the, the trailer makes that. it seem like it's gonna be extremely depressing and sad. Like the story. Oh no. Like like really dark. Like I heard that like it's rumored that it's like gonna get like an M rating here in the U.S. Really? Ooh. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes, so yes, I, yes. I yeah that sounds promising. Uh, and like I've seen some of the gameplay too. Like it looks just like Final Fantasy Tactics, but with Digimon. So, oh my god! Yeah. So, Ryan, so you can't, you cannot see it, but my erection right now is like <laughs> at the fucking roof. Holy yeah. shit! Uh, it might actually be poking in through my window. Like, uh, like my my curtains. Like there's a, 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 a cylindrical object poking through my curtains. Cylindrical? Yes. Okay. Remember we talked about Stranger Things three, and then we didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we, we did a little bit. We talked about it. No, we, we did not. We, we did not. <laughs> we did not talk about it at all. I mean, we all didn't right, go course, into specifics. But we are now, because we got okay. sidetracked. I want, I want to talk. I, I enjoyed it so much. So much. All right. Yeah. So, so well, Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so we're going to spoil Stranger Things 3. If you didn't watch it already, then you can just turn this off and come back and watch it. I'm not going to go through it at this point. I'm going to time stamp. <laughs> what, uh, I probably I want. Okay, well, if you want to do that, it's fine with you. Maybe. Um, I... So, I... So, they, they killed... Probably killed Hopper, right? He's probably dead. Yeah. Uh, At least, yeah, that's what they, we're led to believe. Yeah, so they far. made a case that he might be alive at the, at the yeah. end of the credits, season three. Like, what about the American? It could have been him. You don't yeah. know. Maybe. Probably not, but... I feel like they had to kill him there because they didn't kill him in season two. And, like, there's just no way that a human being... A regular human being can just can do all of that, like can be a part of that many like life threatening, directly in the heat of it moments and live through all of them. I feel like that would have kind of cheapened the whole series. Yeah, that's true. Because in season two, like I legitimately thought he was gonna die. Legitimately thought he was gonna die. But he's getting like attacked by that thing in the ground, and 
Yeah, but then Samwise Gamgee ended up dying instead, and that was God, that man. was that was sad. That was heart wrenching. Bob Bob was his actual name, right? It was Bob. Yeah, yeah. Justice in the for whole Bob. series, like he was just like this goof, and then he never had any like really redeeming moments. And then like the episode leading up to the episode before he died, and the episode where he where he died, his whole character turned around, and you were rooting for him, and then he just. Oh god. Gets mauled by the the demodogs. Yeah. Dude, I I'm like the character Alexi in season 3. I they wrote him. They, I was such a fan of the whole like yeah. little arc he had. Yeah, with Murray. Like Murray starts adorable. off he, yeah, Murray's like he's Soviet scum and then like up until like the point that he dies, like they're like like they start becoming like they start like joking around with each other and Murray's like yeah. this is America. This is the American life. And Alexi's like I would like to have this. Yeah, and all he wanted was to be a regular American dude and regular American citizen. I thought that was one of the best uh, subversions of expectations when Hopper's like, he's going to turn around and come back. And then like, yes. like he starts driving away and people are like, and, uh, uh, Joyce and Marie are like, uh, no, he's driving away. The car's starting up and Hopper's like, nope, nope. And it really seems like Hopper's going to be wrong. Right, because and also like that's what you... That's what an audience expects now, and like that kind of thing to happen to Hopper and him just be so wrong, and they ever get mad at him for being wrong, and you expected that just to go that way, like it always does. Yeah, and it fucking didn't. And yeah. then, oh man, it was so I I I enjoyed that season so much. Yeah, so many great so like much. little moments too, like when Hopper's beating the shit out of the mayor, the mayor and then yeah. yeah, and then Joyce pulls the phone cord, and she's like, "Who are you gonna call the police?" <laughs> <laughs> Like he does it. He does everything badass in that season with that like dumb Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, <laughs> everything That's, he does. He that does. is me. That is like my spirit, like non-animal, like spirit animal is is Hopper, like doing bad. Because like that that if I ever do anything badass ever in my life, I will probably be in an outfit like that. And that was his out. And the whole thing took place in like like what like a twenty-hour span. Like, from the moment where he, like, beats a shit out of the mayor. It's, like, it's the next day where everything ends. Yeah. And that, that I, like, they, because my problem with a lot of shows like that, normally, is that they have these, like, giant overarching villains that are, like, all powerful and, like, all this is going on. And it just somehow takes forever. Like, it somehow, like, lasts days and weeks. But this, like, once the shit starts to happen, it's over in a day. And that... I like. I really liked how that was just like, it was. It just happened. And I liked that a lot. Yeah, because because it started. I think the the season began like July first or second, and then it ended yeah. on the fourth of July. Like with within the the story of the season. So yeah, so yes. it's it's a very small time frame, but like so much shit happens. It's yeah, great. and I'm like I I love that about because a lot of shows. Now, like a crutch that a lot of shows like that use is that you know the characters can get from place to place or have this like these revelations about something or invent this thing or train for this fight because they have all this time. Mm-hmm. No, they no one had time in this in this season in this event. So everything had to, everything just had to happen as it was happening. And I, I just, I like that so much because nothing was really all that well thought out because it couldn't be. And you really sh- like shouldn't expect it to be because it's like a bunch of fucking kids 
and, you know, Winona Ryder and John Hopper. That's about it. So, like, it, it couldn't be all that well planned out, and they didn't really have a lot of time to do it, and it was just kind of the result of them just being forced to do it and having no other choice. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I like that a lot because it, it could have been so easy for them to have all this time to get stuff together, and but they didn't. And it just, you know, it went mostly according to plan, but then obviously, you know, things got in the way, and then, but it's, uh, I liked it a lot. I I, like, I really appreciated that aspect about about that uh, that season. Yeah, and I, I really hope the guy that played Billy, like, gets an Emmy nomination at the very least. Because Billy's character, like, like he has su- he such a good such a good job. Yeah, where he basically does like a one eighty, like being like from being like this utter fucking piece of shit in season two to like actually like redeeming himself to to redeeming himself and like and like kind of like getting. Uh, uh, sorry, the words are escaping me. The words that I want to use, but but yeah, but essentially like you know, he he, he does good by everybody in the end. Yeah. And even like even when he was, you know, when he we had the like the mind flare inside of him, like he was still, he was still like, very aware of what was going on, but he had like very very little control over over it. Yeah, so you, it was hard. Like that scene in the uh, in the uh, um, the, the sauna the spa. Yeah, yeah. You could. It was like you like you kind of felt bad for him in a way. Yeah, because. You didn't really like want to do that, but then, in the, like, the very end, he like he had to have taken so much of his whatever willpower he had left to like, you know, save her. So yeah, but he he did such a good job. Like I was very I I I, I was very impressed with that mm-hmm. with his with his acting job. It was so good, so good. And then also, sorry. And then also, gonna shout out one more scene that particularly hit me hard when when Steve says to Robin, where he's like, "I really like you," you know. And then she's she's essentially like, "Oh, well, I'm a lesbian." And I was I was like, "Oh, that hits!" Like I I personally identify with that with that situation. (laughs) I that sucks. I appreciate now how. More shows aren't just like it's gonna sound weird, this, but like, so because every character's pretty much paired off in the show now, but they're not just like shoehorning romance due to them just existing, yeah, as a part of the plot. Like, it would have been super easy for them to just kind of put them together, yeah, because that's what it kind of leads up to. But then, like, it's like, no, she's actually not into dudes that way. Still a dope yeah, yeah, but yeah, but that's the that's the other thing I really like about that is that Steve wasn't like oh fucking dyke you know or like anything like that, but yeah. like like it ended up making them probably better friends than they would have been like if she like was straight you know like and oh, they definitely. ended up getting yeah. together. Yeah, she I, I like I liked her character a lot too. Yeah, yeah, she did a good job. She was really, I like I am astounded when shows can put together. Like performances, like as many solid acting performances with people who you've never fucking heard of, or in this case, like kids. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it blows my mind because there are a lot. My one of my biggest problems with a lot of a lot of media and shows and, and movies is that when like characters are like forced to lie, how they're so bad at it. Like, like they're just written to be terrible at lying. 
Yeah. And it kind of annoys me. Like, it oh, what, yeah. Like, someone, yeah. Like, it's like, think of like every sitcom ever where the plot moves along because character A enters, asks character B a question, character B is just the worst thing. Oh, no, oh, yeah, no, oh, no. Yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, that's not, not a, 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 I mean. Uh, and then, and then character A goes, oh, you're lying, aren't you? And then character B's like, oh, yeah, you got me. And then, like, the, the plot moves along. Like, What's the fucking Yeah, the very few times in my life where I have lied, like, I, I wasn't like, oh, uh, well, uh, well yeah, 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 see, actually, it's like this. Like, I, like every time I've lied, I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah, no. So, blah, blah, blah. And I, like, I act normal because that's the way most people act when they lie, you know? That's what lying yeah. is. Right. And that's also, like, that... These two ideas are connected, I promise. But, like, in like, with these, if you watch pretty much over the course of the uh, trailer things, like, his kids are like super young. And yeah. even, like, if for whatever reason in the show, when they're like lying in the show, you know they're lying, like, they're still like good at it. And I don't get why I, kids can do this shit, like, <laughs> in like this kind of show. Yeah. But then, like, every adult ever in every piece of media just is not allowed to. And I don't, I don't get it. It's a fucking dumb crutch. And I hate it so much. I hate it so much. You know you know what else I hate? Like, what other stupid cliche I fucking hate that gets used too much? Is the, uh, what? when a character is caught in a scenario in which, like, things aren't the way they seem, and they say, I can explain, and then they don't. Yeah, he's like, let them leave. Yeah, they're like, oh, I can explain, and they're like, eh, eh. and then like the character doesn't even attempt to try to explain the situation after they say, I can explain, and and they don't ever explain, and that pisses me off. They like reach their hand out as like the other characters like leaving their house. Yeah, I'm like, dude, fuck no, like you're not leaving yet. Like I got shit to say. Like don't just like let them leave and then just let them sit on that forever. Yeah, like, I hate. A lot of bad, lazy writing. You know, I hate. I hate in movies and shows like shitty, shitty character exposition, where just character, just like details are revealed about a character just because like they just say it. Oh so you yeah. Know about them, and we're like, taking a bit of a, a tone switch here in the Little Mermaid. I hope they don't do this in the remake. I don't know if <laughs> the last time you saw the Little Mermaid was. Um, probably a couple years ago. All right, so you remember in the beginning of that movie where, like, all of King Triton's daughters are singing a song, and that song's only job is to introduce the name of the daughters? Yeah. I, that drives me so fucking nuts. <laughs> that is, like, the worst instance of any, of, of exodus I've ever seen in my life. And the more I watch these Disney movies, because I have to at this point, but the more I watch them, like, the more I realize just how... Just shitty. Every like character is how they just exhibit all these shitty fucking traits, and they're the worst versions of them. And then when I think it can't get worse, they're just written in such a terrible, shitty way. Where even when they're outwardly saying and talking about their shitty traits, they don't change them. I don't get how they're marketed towards kids. I don't get like how is Ariel at all? At all? How is she a protagonist in the slightest? Yeah. Every decision she makes is the worst possible decision <laughs> and she's treated like a hero and a character that you root for how she is the dumbest worst representation of what to do if you're like a 16 year old girl yeah yet she is uh 
I don't know, an idol? I don't know. I just... I, yeah, she's one of the... I am she, She's away. one of the princesses that's always, like, like brought up whenever it's like, oh, the Disney princesses. Yeah, Ariel's like, great. No, she's a fucking moron. Yeah, at least some of the other princesses, it's, like, understandable why they act out. Like, Princess Jasmine, like, she didn't want to feel... She felt, like, locked up. Like, she basically felt like I, a bird yeah, in a no, cage. Okay, Aladdin life, is, so it's like... Aladdin as a whole, I love, I love all that. Mm-hmm. It's great. I love it. Yeah. I think that very well-written movie... The message was very nice in that movie. I think everything about Aladdin. Aladdin's probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, and the, Did you see the remake? No, I did not. I went into that movie expecting to hate it so much because of how much I liked the original and how shitty the previews looked. Mm-hmm. I think I might like it better than the original. Hmm. Interesting. It was, so, it was so good. It was so much better than I thought it was ever going to be. I really liked it. Really liked it. I'd definitely, definitely give, it a, give it a chance. Will Smith did a phenomenal job, and I was just not looking forward to that at all. Yeah, that, that's what I've heard is that people said that it was a lot better than they were expecting it to be. I've been hearing otherwise about The Lion King, though. <laughs> I'm still going to see it. Yeah, I've listened to some of because like uh, last week they uh, Disney uploaded a few of the tracks to their Vivo channel, and uh, I don't I am not excited in the slightest to see it and so i probably actually won't because the new songs sound fucking horrible well i'm gonna see it on tuesday because it's tuesday movie night and tickets are like six bucks and then we go to dollar general across the street we buy a shitload of snacks and <laughs> smuggle them all in oh i can't do that at my theater I, tr- I tried to do that um a couple months ago when um the girl who i was previously seeing uh oh, nice. we, we we went and saw we went and saw detective pikachu and we bought some candy and snuck it in, and then we were eating it, and then one of the workers was like, uh, you can't eat, like, that candy in here. We have cameras, so, like, we can, like, see you, like, when you're, like, you know, like, in the, th- there's cameras in the theater so we can see, like, when you sneak candy in and try to eat it. And I was like, oh, they, okay. They care that much. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude, I, two, three weeks ago, I brought Burger King in. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, I, is that like, the theater in my, in my hometown doesn't do that. And, uh, and like this theater, like it's been around for like a hundred years and like they recently renovated it. And so like, I don't know, I guess it's to prevent people from bringing in alcohol. Cause there is a bit of like, cause like uh, at least around here, there's no, there's uh there's no open container policy. Like you can walk around town with a bottle of whiskey out in the open and like cops won't like stop you or like cite you for it. Like, you can just drink out in public around here. See, I, I think that's better for society than not. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. I have a reason. I'll talk about that in okay, a second. Okay, okay. But, yeah, but, but yeah, I think it was just to... Uh, they do it to discourage people from getting drunk and disorderly, like, in the theater. Because I know... Because, like, make, make anybody can sense. get drunk and then go to a movie while already drunk. But it's like... It, it's. Right. I think it would be more common for people to bring alcohol into the theater and get drunk like before or during the movie while in the theater than to get drunk somewhere else and then go to the theater. You know what I mean? So I think it's just yes. to, uh, I, I assume they, uh, they probably had a previous problem with things like that, which is why they did that in the first place. But it makes sense. You can understand it. Yeah. But I think that's still a little bit too uptight maybe over time as they like as the renovation time gets more and more in the past they'll kind of get yeah well okay no 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 i just remembered this i just remembered this theater serves alcohol so that's a bullshit reason anyways wow yeah i i completely forgot that they they serve beer at this theater 
Maybe then that's why to prevent you from bringing anything outside so you have to buy their liquor. Yeah, that's true. They also serve, like, pizza and shit and, like, all kinds of stuff. I went to a a theater like that in uh, Florida. It was, like, a dining theater. And, like, I spent... I, I saw Cinderella down there. I spent, like, 280 bucks over the course of the whole... Like movie plus food, drink stuff, but oh my god, was it like the greatest experience of my life? I <laughs> felt like a king. I had like my own like I had like a box suite, right? Yeah. And there was four of us, and we just it was. I felt like a king. I can't. I just was I it, do it again. Was it you? Like, you would order the food from your seat, and then they would come and bring yeah. it to you. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah that's what this yeah. theater does. But like we were in like a box suite, so it was like just the four of us in that box suite. It was like box stock. So this mm-hmm. particular theater had like regular table diner theaters, and then in the back rays had a couple box suites. So we were just like, like, like a press box or a sporting event. Yeah, yeah. That was us at the movie, and it was oh, wow. fucking awesome. It was so nice. It was like fifty bucks a person, or no, uh, yeah, it ended up being like fifty dollars a person, or for like the you got like a dinner voucher, a ticket voucher, and one drink voucher. And then if you want other stuff, other stuff costs more and stuff like that. But it was, uh, it was fucking awesome. It was great. Yeah, sounds pretty cool. But anyway, so, so you want to defend open being drunk in public? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to defend having uh, no open container law in public. I feel like a lot of problems exist because because of there is open container policies. So people just try and get as drunk as possible before they even go out. And I think that causes a lot of problems. Because, A, people are fucking dumb, and I don't trust normal people to do pretty much anything the right way at all. So I imagine there are a lot of times, I've seen a lot of times, where people just try to get super fucking hammered before they even go out because they know they cannot drink when they go out. It's especially a a problem uh, in not giant cities where there's a lot of places to buy alcohol. So if there aren't a lot of places to buy alcohol, then... You can't carry that much with you as a person anyway. So you're probably going to be less likely to get drunk before you go out because you don't have to get drunk before you go out. And I think like maybe in places like New York City and Boston might be more of a problem because you could probably you could buy beer literally everywhere all the time. Mm-hmm. But I, I think if you give people less options to uh, if you give people less opportunity to have more alcohol on them, a.k.a. drinking at home with whatever stash they have at home. Whether it's if they're just out of the house, I think less problems will happen just because people won't have to get super hammered at home. They can just drink maybe on the way to somewhere, walking somewhere. Maybe they can only carry three beers with them or something like that. I suppose. That's my reason. Yeah, at least within like this specific place where I live here, this small little town, like there are so many places to buy alcohol. Like, there's a significant amount of places to buy alcohol. Like, you can even, uh, during school sessions, you can even, like, buy and drink alcohol on campus. Like, there's a small little area. Like, you can't take your drinks, like, you know, outside of this area. But, like, they still have beer on tap that, like, you can order. It's like $7 a beer or something like that? Probably. I don't know. I have no idea. I think, I don't get how alcohol is legal and marijuana is not. Like, it actively just blows my brain. It's because... Well, you know, we both know why. Yeah, we know. We know why. <laughs> the government can't regulate it. Yeah. If I if I could just grow pot, you know, the government can't really stop me if I if it was legal. You know, like I can't regulate the sale of it. Mm-hmm. 
I can grow it. It takes me way more to be able to brew my own beer. Way yeah. more. I, I feel like dr I, drunk driving penalties should be way more severe. I think if you get like one DUI, like you're fucking done. Mm, terrible terrible yeah. license, you deserve to drive. I, I, I think it might be case, like context contextual as well though because like so like i don't want it to be all right like, like like i'll give one example my dad has one dui and one dui only the reason why he had the dui though is because it was his birthday this was 2000 2001 it was uh my dad my mom and my uncle so okay. uh they had had some drinks at the bar my dad and my uncle and my mom was a designated driver uh, afterwards, you know, they were hungry. So, uh, my mom went to take him to Taco Bell. And so, uh, my uncle who, uh, who has since passed away, he would, uh, whenever he would get drunk, he would get super like loud and belligerent and would, you know, he'd become like a bit of an asshole. And so, uh, while they were in the Taco Bell drive through, like, uh, he was in the back seat, and like when they were trying to take the order like he was screaming he was like he was shouting out like like yeah i want my dick sucked yeah i want my fucking dick sucked you know and just like shouting a bunch of stuff like that and so uh you know and that pissed off my mom and like my dad like he was yelling too but he was yelling at my uncle to like shut the fuck up you know because like he was like dude shut the fuck up we're trying to fucking get food um and so while waiting in the drive through um uh, my uncle was going like, they're going to fucking spit in our food. Let's just fucking go, man. They're going to fucking spit in our food. My dad was like, you know what? I don't care. I'm hung I'm drunk and I'm hungry. <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I want this food. And so my mom, uh, like she just took off you know she drove out like without saying a word but like you know she was pissed off my dad was like you know he was like what the fuck you know I, I wanted the food we ordered the food and I'm hungry I want the food and then she pulled over and then she got out of the car and just started walking home my dad was like what are you doing come on get back in the car like and like this is at like two in the morning and I, I think no no this is during summer my dad's birthday's in the summer uh, so it wasn't like cold, but like it was still a pretty long walk. And so, you know, my dad hopped in the driver's side seat and he was following her, you know, like, uh, like, you know, trying to convince her to get back in the car. And so while he was doing that, he wasn't paying attention and he rolled through a stop sign and almost T-boned a cop. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so he got a DUI from that and he had to like go to like a year of like the adult like dri like nightly driving school and like all of this shit. And it, but it, like it wasn't his fault. It's not like he got drunk and was like, I'm going to drive, you know, or anything like that. It was because my cunt of a mother decided to abandon him there. Yeah. And I'll say it because she is one. Yeah. Yeah. Hot, hot take. Hot take, I know, from a fucking, from a soul-sucking succubus. But uh, in any case, um, it wasn't his fault. And I, that will, I will defend him to my grave. Like, that DUI was not his fault. Because it's not like he was, like, he wasn't, like, trying to drive home while drunk. He was trying to get my mom back in the car because he didn't want her to walk all that way home. You know? Right. So, yeah, so that's my story. That's... I mean, okay, but in my, in, in my, in my authoritarian world, you know, in your death note light Yagami world, yeah, I, I rule with an iron fist. You know, I just, there are just 
there's certain things that um well I, okay well also us I'll, I'll say this i feel like if the culture around one doi and you're fucked forever driving was in effect i'd like to believe your mom probably wouldn't do that no oh that no she would have oh no she would have she doesn't care okay she okay, she literally cares about nobody but herself. Well, that's a shame. Mm-hmm. Disappointing to hear that. My mom is anyways. Lady, cool, <laughs> my mom got super drunk at my wedding. Like super <laughs> drunk at my wedding. Oh my god, it was so funny. She calls like three of my bridesmaids hot. It was just hilarious. She got <laughs> fucking hammered. I've never seen her like that before ever. Oh good lord. Oh, it was so funny. It was so funny. She uh, denies that she did, but like, mom, we have videos. Just own, just own it, man. We got the receipts. Just own it. Yeah, open bar, man. That's that'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah. I was at a oh, open bars are the best at weddings. Just you ever, if you ever had a, have a, a Malibu Bay Breeze, you ever get a chance to have one of those? Just have eleven. What's a what 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 is a Malibu Bayberry? Is that what you said? Bay Breeze. Bay Breeze. Okay. I didn't hear the Z. I actively don't want to know what is in certain alcoholic drinks because I don't want to know how to make them. <laughs> because, because I am a I'm a child, okay, and I like candy. It's like teaching so a man. It's 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 a teaching a man to fish scenario. Exactly, and I don't want to have the opportunity to drink Malibu Bay breezes in my everyday life because then I will get a DUI and subsequently it just they're they're so good they're they're so good. Yeah, no, uh, I remember the first what? time, like, I drank, like, a wine, I think it was a wine cooler or something like that, uh, but, like, because, you know, I, I was a good boy, I waited until I was 21 to drink, because... Not a loser. Yeah, Me too. yeah, because, uh, you know, my philosophy was, you know, it's not worth getting in trouble over some dumb shit that, like, I don't need to do. Like, nobody needs to drink. You know, right. The fact that it's even legal is still yeah. astonishing. Yeah. Nobody really needs to get high. You know, like these are things that like, well, most people don't need, you know, like to, to partake in the marijuana. Some people like it's kind of like, eh, I can see the reasoning. But like besides yeah, that, like you, people with like PTSD and stuff. But you know what? Dude, man, honestly, I'm just it, veterans, man. Like if they want to like shoot heroin into their eyeballs, <laughs> you know, like. I think if you've, like, fought for this country, just you know, let them do shit, man. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, let them. Just let them. Anyway. Sorry, yeah, yeah. but anyways. But, uh, but yeah, so, uh, you know, and the first... I can't remember what I either... Like, the first thing... the first My first intake of alcohol was either, like... It was, like, a, a shot of rum or something like that or... Something I can't remember, and I was, and or, and then I drank a Corona, and I was like, this shit, this tastes like shit so far. Like I don't know why anybody would want to drink. And then I had either, it was like, uh, 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 what's what's the what's it called when you mix vodka and orange juice? Like that's how little I drink. Yeah, screwdriver. It was either a screwdriver or a wine cooler, and I was like, whoa! I can see why people fucking ruin their lives off of this shit. Like this tastes good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need mm-hmm. to stay away from this. <laughs> you ever get like Parrot Bay rum and you just and you use it as a mixer with like any Mountain Dew flavor? Nah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't drink hard alcohol usually. I don't like. I don't get drunk anymore. I don't like getting drunk, but I I am not above getting a solid tipsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like for the most part, like I'll usually drink like 
Like, like once, like once a month, I might get myself like a six pack of Blue Moon or like a six pack oh, of like dude, Angry Blue Orchard. Good. Yeah. 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 Blue Summer Shandy's good. Too. Yeah. Blue, Blue Moon's one of the few beers that I actually enjoy the taste of. Like, especially when combined Summer. with like pizza or something like that. Summer Shandy. Get a get, get Summer Shandy. It's Summer Shandy. So good. Yeah. Also, yeah. if anybody's ever in, uh, in California, Great White is also pretty good. Um, Great White. I've heard good things. Yeah. Oh, so you have heard of it? Okay. Yeah, because it's it's brewed yeah. like right over here in in Eureka, like that. That's where the brewing company is, Lost Coast. I uh I don't pretend to know a lot about beer because yeah, I don't know same. About yeah, beer. yeah, same here. Like I'm not like a beer but, connoisseur. I'm just I'm an extremely casual beer drinker. Yeah, and when I was when I was single, my like how I would hit on bartenders. Okay, that's, that's a bit crass. How I would start <laughs> conversations with bartenders usually is that I would just tell them to pour me like any any beer. And then bartenders hate hearing that to begin with because they don't like the pressure being put on them. Mm-hmm. So uh, usually based on, how, based on the reaction of the bartender is how this continuation of this request of mine would go. And more often than not, it would really, like, they would, like, so the first beer is usually something more like a Bud Light or something like that. But I'm, I'm, I tell them, because, like, don't tell me what it is. I don't care what it is. Just, you know, you know, pour it, I'll drink it, I'll pay for it, and then after that, I'll ask where it would, you know. And I've gotten into a lot of, like, legitimate conversations about different kind of beer with bartenders because of that. I've also had a lot of beer because of that, and I have found that almost every IPA tastes exactly the fucking same. <laughs> yeah. If you ever, if, like, there's, like, a trillion IPAs, and they all taste exactly yeah. the same. And that taste is paint. It tastes like fucking paint. Every IPA it tastes like bad. paint. Yeah, it's terrible. You have to like it tastes it, it tastes like what I imagine um like a menthol lozenge would taste like <laughs> if it wasn't a fruit flavor. <laughs> it's it's not good. It's not good. And people like IPAs and I'm yeah, what my dad is one of them as a child. What how why? I don't know. They don't they they just their taste is just bad. I think I think it's just it's I think bad. it's the alcoholic percentage is like why Dude, people you can like have it, but still the most al- the highest percentage of alcohol I've ever had in a beer is from it was a um I think it's uh Victory Storm King. I think it's like ten point four percent and it tasted good. Oh. It didn't it wasn't an IPA. I, there's some IPAs that are like like double chocolate imperial IPAs are like seventeen percent, but it tastes like you're drinking bleach. I don't understand. Yeah. But like Victory Storm King, it's 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 like ten percent, and it tastes so good, so good. Yeah. Uh, but my dad also will like every morning he'll drink like a full pot of just black coffee, just straight black. Your dad might be uh, an alien. From yeah. Outer space. I don't think he's a human. Yeah. Being. If there's if there was any evidence, if there were to be any evidence that like my dad wasn't my real dad, it would be that like our tastes are like completely different. <laughs> well, in, in terms of like actual like palatable tastes, our tastes in music are very, very similar, but that's probably just because of the way you raised me. So there are, I, I don't understand a lot of people how, like like hard alcohol, just straight. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get it. Same for, for pretty much everything except. Have you ever had absinthe before? No, I had one fifty one absinthe at uh, a music festival a couple years ago. Then I had it again uh, like two years ago. Uh, it, if you try to find one fifty one proof absinthe, 
Uh, you, I don't think you'll be able to in this country. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, very, it's very hard to find. Uh, I used to go to El Salvador every now and again because a buddy of mine had a house. And anyway, anyway, the point is, uh, 151 proof absinthe. It uh, usually comes in this blue bottle. And you don't, you actively don't want to taste it. You don't, you want to just drink the shot as quickly as possible. And you just hope that somehow it just, the, the fluid goes from immediately from the shot glass to your esophagus. Like just passes your tongue right by. Because it actually tastes like paint. Like Oof. we joke that IPA tastes like paint, but this tastes like paint. Yikes. But then when it's going down, it has this like warm feeling. And then it enters your stomach. And it just feels like warm and nice <laughs> and fantastic. Hmm. And I, it must be the other liquor has its effect on people. The way that this had an effect on me, because I will drink absinthe all day. Yeah, like I have never gotten that like warm, like fuzzy feeling from alcohol ever. Like never ever. Like alcohol just makes me feel tired and demotivated to do anything. Usually, like when I drink it. Uh, yeah, it may. I, I, Completely understand. Which is why I usually drink it at night, because like to make me like a little bit sleepy. I really like drinking like give me like four blue moon, like ice cold blue moon on a hot as fuck day. Mm, Like I'll like yeah, that's that's a great day. Yeah, because I get when I get, I'm a very social uh, drinker, very social. So when I have a couple beers me during the day, like you know, well I'm ready to go. I'll do anything. Let's do anything. Let's just fucking. I'm talking to everybody. I'm just in a great mood all the time. I'm not, I'm, like, I'm a very happy drunk. Very happy, very sociable. So, like, three, four ice-cold beers on a cold day, or on a hot day, I am, I am the best version of me in a social setting. Doesn't mean it's very tired. I love it so much. I love that. Just, like, I don't like getting drunk. Like, I don't like, I don't like hangovers. Yeah. I don't like getting blackout drunk. I like getting, drinking to a point where I know that I'm tipsy, and then I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah, I've never gotten blackout oh, drunk, but uh, but I've also never had like any hangovers ever either. Like I don't. Th- hangovers are the the worst thing on the face of the planet. They just you, you, your eyes hurt, your head hurts, you're nauseous. Yeah, like you like I've up. like I've gone to bed drunk at like three. Like one time, like I went to bed drunk at like three thirty or four in the morning, and I woke up at like eight or nine the next day, and like I felt like relatively fine like i woke up like a little bit tired but like i wasn't like hung over or anything like that yeah i yeah it's i i i don't drink because i actually want to avoid hangovers and i i just i hate them it's like i hate them so much they're they're the worst thing and i've had bad ones where i just i can't i've had times where i've gotten like blackout drunk and i've woken up in my driveway at like 4 30 oh gosh i've had i hear told that story no yeah i've had told that story. <laughs> oh it was the paint the paint party story the paint party I've told you that story about the paint party? No, I don't think you have. With Pat James Regan? You know who Pat James Regan is, right? PJR? No. Pat James. Oh, my God. So, you know, uh, you, you can... Think... Do you want to save the story for another time since we're since we're running a little bit long already? No, I'll tell it. Okay. With that. So, it was when... It was 2014? Mid-2014. Summer 2014. Uh, from Pat James Regan. Uh, I was in his wedding a couple of weeks ago. Great friend of mine. Yeah, uh, we go to this paint party uh, at this club in uh, a shitty, shitty, shitty town. The club's not even there anymore. Uh, and a paint party is literally what it sounds like. It just, people go, it's just fucking paint. Like, they shoot paint at people, and it's just a fucking wild mess. So it's, so it's essentially Splatoon. Yeah, but, like, we're just, like, you know, 
23 year old like you know 21 to like 23 year old just fucking horny as fuck people like that are mm. drunk as shit like the like they know what they're doing right they know what they're doing yeah just get people a sloppy fucking mess so pat and i pregame in the car with a six pack each so you can imagine when this is damn happening. yeah so i remember at one point i saw this girl you know i was like sort of i hate the phrase talking to a girl because like adults don't use that phrase but i was like sort of like kind of like not with a girl at the time, but we were, we, you know, we had had, uh, relations, you know, meetups. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So at one point, uh, so we, we exit the car and I'm six, I open the night, six beers in. I am not, I have no body mass at all. So at one point I got going in there and I see this girl's like this, like the hottest girl on the face of the planet to me at that point. So I go over there and I ask her if I could buy her a drink. She's like, oh, I have a boyfriend. I was like, all right, me too. Like, we both have boyfriends. Who cares? Let's just fucking. So then I remember that. Gap. Next memory <laughs> is me just getting blasted with a paint gun because I yelled at the guy, don't be a fucking bitch about it. Just shoot me. Oh, God. And he fucking blast me with a paint gun. Gap. Next memory. I am laying in the bathroom stall. In, I'm laying down, like vomiting, and then somebody opens the door. It's my friend Pat, and then he like lifts me up, and I feel it's like that moment where like I'm running a mar- like you're running a marathon, and people like like handing you cups of water because like they oh, they yeah. want to fucking drink water. There's like four people just like give me cups of water because I am fucked up, and I am getting carried out of this club by my friend Pat, and then just some other guy. Gap. Yeah. 4.21 in the morning, I wake up in my driveway, covered in paint. The problem was, I had gone into my house, according to both Pat and my grandmother, when I got home <laughs> at about 3 in the morning. Your grandmother. <laughs> I had woken up at 4.21 in the morning, back outside in my driveway, in the same clothes that I had entered the house, apparently covered in paint. Yikes. I don't, and then uh, I apparently had also bought everybody there a drink. Oh no! <laughs> so, so my bar tab was about four hundred. Oh my fucking lord! <laughs> and that's why I don't normally drink. Yeah, that's why I don't like to get blackout drunk because that happens. I think that's it. I think we're done. I think. We're All done. right. Uh, thanks, thanks y'all. Thanks y'all for listening. Uh, be sure to, uh, is this, do you have this up on Anchor yet? Uh, yes. All right, yeah, so, uh, if you're listening to this on Anchor FM, continue to listen to it there. Uh, I don't know, is there any other places? I don't know. Listen other places if they're there as well. We need you to listen, please. Uh, yeah, no, just Anchor. Just for yeah, for, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, tell, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your grandparents, tell your ugly cousins, tell everyone, tell your girlfriends, your ugly teachers wow yeah and uh bye bye. bye. bye.